to have you watch today with Marilyn and Sarah. And what a delight to get to pray with you for a very special miracle today. I want to pray with all of you who do not have jobs, or maybe you have loved ones who don't, or you need a better job. I believe God can do something so special and so supernatural. So I'd like for you to do something. If you can, put your hand on the screen, and I'm going to believe God for you. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that you are our Jehovah Jireh. You see ahead and you make provision. And I thank you, you are bringing forth jobs and even better jobs, not only for those who are watching, but for loved ones that they are standing in faith for. Thank you, Father, today for a breakthrough in jobs. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe you have received a really good job, but I also believe that you are an excellent employee. I mean, you don't go late and leave early. You don't talk against your employer, and you don't listen to people who do it. You, you highly, highly succeed. You're a high achiever in this job. And the next thing I want you to do, now I want you to believe, but I also want you to call and just leave your name for special prayer or get on the website because we are uniting our faith with you and we're believing that God has that very, very special job that he has before the beginning of the earth. He had a provision for you. Don't you forget it. Today, I'm so excited about what I get to minister to you about because it's on confidence. You know, when you're not confident about something, you just kind of fall apart. You walk into a room and people don't seem to like you or don't turn and talk to you and you lose confidence. Or you're on a job and you get criticism and you lose confidence. Or you had parents who were always putting you down and not, you know, really being there to encourage you and lift you up and to affirm you. And sometimes it can just be from relatives that say, you know, you've always been ugly, you've always been skinny. You know, relatives can say some very negative things. And so what we do is we tend to lose confidence from people's words to us or even their lack of words. But I want to give you some examples today that I think will just help you to be confident in all things. Did you know the scripture teaches us to be confident in all things? Isn't this something? And I remember when I was growing up, the things my mother would say to me that really brought confidence. Now, my daughter says to me, oh, mom, I don't know anybody has more confidence than you, but I had a lot of confidence sown in me even as a child. I remember when I went to school and at six years old, you know, we didn't have kindergarten in those days. And I would say to my mother, oh, we're going to have a spelling test this week, and I don't think I'm ready for it, and maybe I won't get a good grade. And my mother would always say this to me, oh, Marilyn, you will really get a good grade. You will get an A. I know you will. I say, well, how do you know that? She said, you're smart. I said, Mom, how do you know I'm smart? She said, because you were a smart baby. I heard that until I went away to a university. Oh, you were a smart baby. You're smart. You can really do things. And those words of my mother's would ring in my heart 
You are a smart baby. You are a smart baby. Now I'm going to give you some scripture here. So get ready because you may want to jot it down or you may, and it would be wonderful for you to get and the download from our website, just the outline of confidence because you so need confidence and you need to sow confidence in other people's hearts and their lives. Now listen to this. It says, and we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, both that you do and will do the things that we command you. So it says, we have confidence in you. That was Paul speaking to the people that he was really pastoring and writing to. But I remember when I was in high school, my best friend began to smoke. And I was 16, and my folks let me date a little bit, and I would double date with my best friend. And she smoked, and her boyfriend smoked, and of course I thought, smoking is cool. But I knew what my mother had said. Because my mother always said to me, I never want you to smoke. Your father smokes. It's just ruining his health. I never want you to smoke. And I have confidence in you, Marilyn, that you will never smoke. Oh, and she would always say that. I have confidence in you. Well, when I lit up a cigarette to try and join my friend, oh, those words kept ringing to me. I have confidence in you. I have confidence in you that you will never smoke. So I never smoked. I tried. I didn't like it at all and those words. But you see, my mother sowed something in me that was so scriptural and so wonderful, a confidence in me. So when all my friends were smoking, I didn't have to smoke. I didn't have to because my mother had spoken those words. And that carried me on into university with drinking because when I got into a university and I was going to be a foreign language teacher, which I became, and some of my friends drank and I could not get into drinking because my mother always said to me, I have confidence in you that you will never drink. I have confidence. And I thought, oh, I can't ruin my mother's confidence. So she sowed confidence in those early years, sowed confidence for school, sowed confidence, you know, in keeping me out of stuff that I could have really gotten into. And listen to this. You will just love this scripture. This is 2 Corinthians seven sixteen. Therefore, I rejoice that I have confidence in you in everything. So I really got turned on to a guy when I was in university. Oh, I liked him so well. And he was only there for one year. He was getting his master's. He was six years older than I was. I was a sophomore. And so I'm thinking, oh my, you know, he wants to date me. He's older. He's already a school teacher. He lived in another state. And I was very, very attracted to him. And so, you know, I mean, physically attractive. And he you know, was not a Christian. He wasn't a born-again Christian. So, you know, he didn't have the boundaries and the limits. And I don't think perhaps he had been taught them. I don't really know. But anyway, I did not get into a full sexual activity with him, but I got into some petting and some stuff that, ah, oh, I felt so badly about it because my mother, dear me, had confidence in me. So I told her about it. And I said, I'm just so embarrassed to tell you this oh, I just feel so terrible, you know, that I didn't draw the lines as tightly as I should, blah, 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 blah. And my mother said to me, oh, Marilyn, you're not hurting. Because I said, I know this hurts you. She said, no, it doesn't hurt me. I know you're going to make wise decisions because I have confidence in you 
in everything. Now, perhaps you are saying today, man, I really need to sow more confidence in my children, my grandchildren, in my family, in my mate, or I just need more confidence myself. That's why I'd like for you to call because we'd like to pray for you. That's why I'd like for you to leave your name on the website or perhaps your children or loved ones who don't have confidence because God can give you confidence. Now, I like what Job said because when I look at Job, and this is toward the end of the book, Job was a very wealthy man. Do you realize that? And I mean, he had great esteem in the community and he had a big family. And so he had everything going for him and he lost his wealth, he lost his health, and 10 of his children. Now that'd be enough to destroy your confidence. But he later says in this book, you know, I didn't put my confidence in gold and silver and those kind of things. I had to put my confidence in God. If you remember, because we kind of look for people to bring confidence to us, but he had three friends who just criticized him. Oh, you wouldn't be in this problem if you hadn't been sinning. What have you been doing that's been wrong? And so he, he, they pushed at him. He pushed at them. And then his wife didn't sow confidence in him either. And she said, why don't you just curse God and die? <laughs> Can you imagine this woman? And then God began to speak to him, began to speak to Job. And he totally if you know the story at all, he totally turned this whole situation around. And Job came out with double portion, double number of years, and they had 10 more children. But Job had to put his confidence in the right place. He couldn't put confidence in those three crazy friends. He couldn't put confidence in that negative wife. But he began to put confidence that he had known the Lord, walked with the Lord, knew his presence, and he put confidence in the Word of God. And I want to say to you today, it's very important that we're not just looking to people and circumstances for our confidence. We must look to God's Word. And I love this scripture. I use it over and over and over, especially in circumstances where it looks like I'm going to fail. So I want you to get hold of this, this scripture. It's very important. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You must have confidence in his word. People may not affirm you. Circumstances may not affirm you. But the Bible affirms you and says, I can do it. And you need to say it. You don't need to just get the mental knowledge of this. You need to speak it. And you need to speak it to your children and your loved ones and your friends. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because a lot of times when we face circumstances, I'm telling you, we just fall apart. And we're not saying what God says. And we're putting our faith in the circumstance. We lost a job. Oh, we lost a mate. Uh, we lost a loved one. Our children aren't serving God. They're acting like thugs. And you think, I just can't go on. Well, folks, you can if you put your confidence in the right thing, and that is confidence in the Word of God. And I thank God my mother put her confidence in God's Word for me, prayed God's Word for me, prayed me through who knows how many things, and because she had confidence in the Word of God. So again, I just encourage you, get, get this outline. It is just outstanding. 
because it will help you to put confidence in the right place at the right time, speaking the right thing in the circumstance and in the situation. I just love teaching on confidence. I love the scriptures on confidence because every time I read them and I teach you, oh, I just feel confidence arise in my heart for some of the big things I'm believing him for. Now I'll be right back with a story about Sarah that you will love. Clear that Jesus' redeeming healing work on the cross included healing for our emotions. For a limited time, you can receive Marilyn's teaching on healing for your emotions as our special thank you for sharing a gift of any size. It will help you understand how to appropriate healing for your emotions and to walk in wholeness and peace. But if you can share a seed gift of $53 or more in support of the outreaches of Marilyn Hickey Ministries, we want to send you a powerful bundle of resources. We're calling our First Aid Kit for Your Emotions. This kit includes the powerful soft cover book, God's Prescription for a Hurting Heart. The two CD set titled Wholehearted, Keys for Emotional Healing and Prosperity for Your Soul, plus a bottle of anointing oil for your ministering this kind of healing to yourself and to those you love. Sow an Isaiah 53 seed gift right now and receive your own first aid kit for your emotions. Call or click right now. Share online at marilynandsarah.org. Walk in wholeness in your emotions and prosperity in your soul. Call today. I am so excited and so is Sarah to go to Australia again. Oh, and we would love for you to come with us. What can you see in Australia? What can we see? Well, Mom, we're going to Sydney. So right. obviously we're going to see some cool stuff the in Sydney, House. the Opera House. Yeah. Plus the fact we get a minister at Pastor John McMartin's church, Inspired Church. Yes. It's going to be super powerful. And we get to go to Ayers Rock. And we get to go to Cairns. Never say that right. Cairns, which is the gateway to the gate, Great Barrier Reef. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want you to come with us. Mom, how can they How can they do this? Well, if they will check on the phone and leave their name, we will pray over it. And God can provide the money for you to go and the time off. So I'm really excited about all of you that are going to go. God's going to use your hand to pray for the sick. We're going to witness to people. We're going to see things beyond what we could ever imagine. I'm going to give you a scripture that will, I'm telling you, blow you away in a sense. And it's Galatians 2.20. It says, I am crucified, yet I live. But the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You may say, I don't have any faith and nobody else has faith for me, but Jesus has faith for you. That's what the scripture says. I'm crucified, oh, yet I live. But I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus has faith for you. You can put your confidence in him. It says, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. Now, let me share something with you about Sarah. When she was, oh, I guess seven or eight years old, every year, her school year, they had field day. And she hated field day. And so the night before field day, she would always cry and feel badly. But this year, she was crying like two or three weeks ahead of time. What's wrong? Oh, Mom, I'm so bad in athletic things. I don't do well at field day. I always get the lowest things of all. So I said to her, well, Sarah, you're very good in, your, in school. You're a very wonderful Christian. And you can't be good in everything. And the Lord said to me, what? You're teaching your child she can't be good in everything? Why can't she? 
So I was robbing her of confidence. I said, I was never very good in athletic events, and you probably won't be either. Oh, and the Lord said, you are wrong. You are teaching lack of confidence. Now, are you listening to me? I was teaching lack of confidence. So I said, Sarah, I'm so sorry. God, forgive me. I said, you can be good in everything. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And we took six scriptures and we spoke them every night. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I always triumph in Christ. All the promises in him are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. I'm more than a conqueror. And I said, now, Sarah, how many first place ribbons do you want to win? She said, Mom, I've never even gotten second. I said, how many first place? So every night for three weeks, we confessed she would win two first place ribbons. So the day came for field day, you know, the athletic event. They have all these children sitting out on the playground, little chairs, and they hadn't started yet. So I went over to her. I said, Sarah, and I whispered, how are you? She said, I'm more than a conqueror. I always triumph in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. She said, I'm a victor in Christ Jesus. Today, I win two first place ribbons. And she did. She did. And that totally changed her life. Saying what God said, putting confidence in the Lord is strong. It's strength for you. There's strong confidence when we put our trust in him. Today, Sarah is very athletic. You know, she's in her 40s. She skis. She does everything. She was in basketball in high school. She is very athletic, just loves all kinds of sports. But I can tell you where it started. It started when she was eight years old, saying what God says, putting confidence in his word. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge. Proverbs 14, 26. Now listen, you're sitting out there, some of you, and I mean, you're, you're a mouse. I mean, you just, you don't have confidence in yourself in anything, and you need to call us and get prayer. You may have loved ones who feel this way. Call us, give us the names, or get on the website and above all, get the download of this outline because you, on our website because confidence is key for all of us. We must have confidence in God. You say, but Marilyn, we're in the end time and it's a dark time and I turn on the news and everything is bad. Okay, I'm going to give you confidence for this time that you and I live in. Are we an accident here? No, we're a divine appointment here. So here is the scripture. It says, Now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. We have to have confidence, confidence that he can take us through these dark times. And so you say, well, you know, everything is down. There's recession. But put confidence in his word and say what he says. Don't go around always saying what you think or what the news says. Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror. He makes all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. Folks, I speak that scripture. I speak that scripture. I speak that scripture. I was in Bethlehem. And we, I had an opportunity Christmas Eve to speak for 20 minutes in Manger Square. Now, Manger Square is filled with people on Christmas Eve. And a lot of them are Muslim, 
Catholic, Orthodox, Evangelical, so on, and they were having singing from 5 o'clock until 1 in the morning, but I got to speak 20 minutes. They said, now just 20 minutes. So I got up to speak, and the Muslim call for prayer started. And that thing takes five minutes. So that's five minutes of my time, and it's loud. There's no way you can do anything. And in my heart, the Lord said to me, take a lemon and make it lemonade. Have confidence in me. And so I said, okay, Lord, you're working this for good. Romans 8, 28 is in the Bible. Do you know when the call of prayer stopped, I said, you know, I'm very comfortable with this Muslim call to prayer because I go to Muslim countries. I just love Muslims and Muslims love me. And when I said that, they clapped and they'd been selling roses. They threw flowers on the platform. Now they were ready to hear me. And I could teach about hope in Jesus because Christ in us, the hope of glory. And I said, it's not out of us there's the hope of glory, it's in us. And I told them how he came into my heart and led them in a prayer to receive Jesus. And the newspaper said there were 90,000 people there that night. Folks, keep your confidence in the Lord. Oh, so it's all gone bad. Oh, don't throw out your confidence because it has great reward in it. And then I want to give you this other example. And I love this scripture. And it says, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. This is Ephesians 3.12. When you put confidence in him, it gives you access. It gives you faith. It's not you doing it. You can't do it. But he can do all things, and we can put our faith in him to do it. So I'm in a small country in Africa, and, uh, you know, I get up to speak, and it's just very cold. And we were out under a tent, maybe 5,000 people there, and the Lord said to me, I want to heal people of growths and tumors. So I had people stand who had growths and tumors, and I always ask for people to look and see if it's gone, see if it's smaller. And no one responded. I mean, it was just cold, cold, cold. So Sarah was with me. We went back to the room and Sarah said, oh, that service was so dead. It was so dry. Oh, it was so bad. And I'm taking a bath. And the Lord said to me, be careful what you say to her because you're mentoring her. I said, Sarah, it may have been cold tonight, but we'll see the results tomorrow night because the word went forth and the word cannot return void. So the next night, before the service started, all these people are standing around the platform who had tumors disappear. They want to give their testimony. And I'll never forget this one. This woman had a growth on her side, almost like an extra breast. She stood for prayer, believed that she had been healed, walked home to her village, awakened in the night and felt something wet in the bed, thought, what is this? Got up, turned on the light, and there was the growth that had fallen off in the night. Oh, Folks, we have to have confidence in Him that He can do all things and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that He can make it work together for good. So when I talk to you about confidence, remember, don't throw it away because it has great recompense of reward. If you throw away your confidence in God, I'm telling you, you could lose the reward and the benefits that He has for you. So I encourage you today, call us and say, I want to have confidence for these various things. Uh, get on our website if that's easier. And of course, 
Of course, you can get on the website and download this wonderful outline that you can read and you can speak to your situation, your circumstances. And I'm going to say this very boldly to all of you. You are all called to be mountain movers. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, all of your mountains have ears. And I want to tell you something else. There's something really good on the other side of that mountain waiting for you. And your confidence in God's Word today and speaking what He says is going to move the mountains in your life. I'm so excited about this program. I believe we're going to have an overflow of miracles. Clear that Jesus' redeeming healing work on the cross included healing for our emotions. For a limited time, you can receive Marilyn's teaching on healing for your emotions as our special thank you for sharing a gift of any size. It will help you understand how to appropriate healing for your emotions and to walk in wholeness and peace. But if you can share a seed gift of $53 or more in support of the outreaches of Maryland Hickey Ministries, we want to send you a powerful bundle of resources. We're calling our First Aid Kit for Your Emotions. This kit includes the powerful soft cover book, God's Prescription for a Hurting Heart. The two CD set titled, Wholehearted, Keys for Emotional Healing and Prosperity for Your Soul, plus a bottle of anointing oil for your ministering this kind of healing to yourself and to those you love. Sow an Isaiah 53 seed gift right now and receive your own first aid kit for your emotions. Call or click right now. Share online at marilynandsarah.org. Walk in wholeness in your emotions and prosperity in your soul. Call today. I have just returned from Egypt. And I'm telling you, that was one of the most supernatural times of my life. Literally shaking the Mideast with the Word of God and the power of God. But when I got home, oh, I got hit. And I got hit in my knees, so I'm not able to travel for two months. And I need you to help me. Would you please help me at this time? Would you call today and sow a special seed? Because these two months, I have to be home, but my bills are still there. And I know you would be a blessing. You know how much I love what God has called me to do, and I believe He's called you to help me too. So call right now, sow a seed. In two months, hey, I'm gonna be out there more anointed, more, what can I say, more miraculous than I've ever been, and I thank you for helping me. The Bible says healing is the bread of the children. So today, I want you to eat some bread, bread of healing. Where do you need healing in your body? Let's believe God for that, because it really is our bread. It was purchased in the atonement. So we need to claim what the Bible says we can have. So I'm going to ask you to put your hand on any area of your body that you need healing. I, need, I love to pray for the sick. So put your hand, it's on your, you say, I have 10 things. Put your hand on top of your head. We'll just believe for everything. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I send the word into this body that heals it, delivers it from every destruction. And in Jesus' name, I speak wholeness. Amen. Now, I believe you've received, but you need to act in faith. Don't look for your sickness. Look for your miracle and stand in faith for it. This is very important. Now, this is the way I stand. I not only stand for healing, but health. Because when I look at Jehovah Rapha, it has to do with health. And Moses received the revelation of that name 
and he lived to 120. His eye didn't get dim. His natural force was not abated. Why? Because he knew that there was healing and health for him, and he lived in it. So why don't you just call in right now and say, hey, I am believing for healing in my body. Name the place. Don't take a long time. And say, I am believing for health. And maybe you have a loved one on your heart who needs healing or who needs health. Then give us those names and we're going to pray. And just say, Marilyn told me to call in today for healing and health. And we're going to stand in faith and see great miracles. 